All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? What's up? Hey, man, here we go. Episode 165, we got championship on Wednesday. It's going down. Uh, we got our, our team set. But before we get into that, let's talk about the recap. Um, obviously, you know, we were all there, and uh, we saw what happened, but... Let's let's recap. So squad one, uh, they faced Team Chosen first, and Team Chosen. Wow. Team Chosen got the win, eighty four to eighty over squad one, an undefeated squad one team until they ran into Team Chosen. Um, the biggest takeaway for me uh, from this game was the mindset coming in before the game. Uh, I know we were occupied. We were trying to, <laughs> we were trying to uh, shovel through the closet, get everything set up. Right. But uh, I did happen to peek over there and see, uh, you know, the warm ups and what they look like. And I, what I saw from Team Chosen, I saw a group uh, that was warming up, focused. I didn't see a lot of talking. I didn't see a lot of laughing, joking. I didn't see none of that. I looked over, squad one, guys coming in late. Yeah. You know, uh, kind of laughy, joking on the sideline. Didn't look laser focused. And that kind of carried over in the tip-off, and Team Chosen jumped all over them. They they built a 17-point lead at halftime. They were up by as many as 20, 24, I think. Yeah. Uh, squad one did fight back, uh, outscored them in the second half. Yes, they do. Yeah, they always they always fight back. I think they got it to within two. Was that yeah. the closest? Yeah, two. And that just wasn't enough. Uh, they made their run. It got dicey, but uh, but Team Chosen just made so many big shots down the stretch, and ultimately. Uh, put them away, put them to bed, and ended their season um, in advance to the final. So what was your takeaway uh, from the game? Yeah. Uh, look, I'm just prepared. One team looked way more prepared uh, than the other one. And I, I told you uh, the week before, I said, squeak. Well, one thing, we didn't think we were going to get that version of squeak the player. <laughs> mm. Mm. Speak on it. Uh, but we'll get to that a little later. Um but squeak the uh, this coach is what I thought was going to really kind of impact this game. And they came in with a game plan. Uh, they came in with a game plan, and you can see it. it, it just, and it carried over, and we saw pretty much what happened in the making, I think, for a few weeks now. Um, and... I love squad one, so I want to put that out there first. Yeah, me too. Uh, so I, it, it's kind of it was it was bittersweet. I, I was sad to see them lose, all right, because they especially in the fashion they did in the fashion they did, and they have been such a resilient champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't want to see them lose at all. But I've been saying for a few weeks now that you keep playing with fire, you eventually get burned. Mm-hmm. And I told them that too, and. They kept playing with fire and eventually caught up with them. It just did. Now, the unfortunate case with this one, they got down by an extreme amount, though, um, more so than in the other games, you know, where the game was kind of uh, tit for tat. They were getting their butts kicked real bad early. Um, they jumped out on them. I just remember looking up and being like, I don't think they'll be able to come back from this one. And then I think Jalen walked in there eating a lunchable. He was eating a lunchable. Looking super relaxed. Uh, Danny got there a little late. Uh, with with Jalen, um, and those two guys had the best games. Yeah, and those two guys had the best games. <laughs> uh, they came up with a plan, and let's call it this. This is Squeak the coach. 
Not the player. We'll get to the player in a minute because the player was amazing too. Mm-hmm. We have seen this version of Squeak in a while. Uh, not since over here. Squeak, yeah. <laughs> not since he was at Champions. Uh, Squeak the coach. They basically said, look, Marcus Hall, stud. We're going to make somebody else beat us. And they basically zoned him up. They sent, sent two and three guys at him the whole game. And, you know, he had a tough time getting his shot off. He got 19 shots off, but it was the quality shots he was getting. He, he didn't get any good shots off. Uh, I think he ended up going like six for seven from two, but one for 11 from three. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, and then he, uh, I've never seen him shoot free throws. He went one for five from the free throw line. Uh, yeah, it's a real tough Ooh. time from the free throw line. But, again, it became a, a mental thing, too. Like, when you, and I've been there before. Uh, not going to say I was as good as a player as Marcus Hall by any means, but uh, but peak version of myself, I can remember getting double team and triple team, and I can remember how stressful that is and how by the fourth quarter, after seeing that coverage so much, yeah, you can kind of make the uh, adaptation as a player, but it wears on you. It wears on you. It wears on you. And I think that may have happened towards the end of this game here, man. It just – you don't have his, your, the same legs um, when that continues to happen. And they stuck with the game plan. And look, at the end of the day, even though squad one made a valiant effort to get back in the game, a lot of it had to do with Jalen and, and Danny playing really well. Um, it just wasn't enough. Uh, and like I say, you keep playing with fire, eventually you get burned. And unfortunately, for squad one, that's what happened. Mm. Tough, tough uh, end to their season. But uh, let's talk about Squeak the Player. Mm-hmm. We hadn't seen Squeak go off like this in quite some time. I think uh, he was with the Monstars. He put on like 20 points in like four minutes, <laughs> something like that. Um, yeah. But like we told him after the game, um, the thing I, that was most impressive to me uh, with Squeak's performance was the efficiency, yeah. super efficient. Yeah. He missed one shot. He missed one shot. He missed one shot, and, and the shot he missed, everybody thought it was going in. Yeah. It looked good. It rolled around a couple times and just lipped out. But, uh, I mean, if I feel like this. In the championship, if we get that version of Squeak, that's lights out. Yeah. I don't I don't know uh I don't know any team that could possibly beat him or them uh if that happens because if he shows up like that, y'all in some trouble, man. I don't even know what to tell y'all. Yeah. Uh Squeak look like uh legit, which he is, mm-hmm. NBA pro. Cause it, it it was the fact that he was destroying them. He was kind of calmly destroying them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on control. I want to say he scored maybe ten of the first twelve points, ten of the first fourteen points, something like that. Like it, it was, it was tough. Uh, just to kind of how efficient he was, he was knocking down the jumper. It almost like, oh, it's playoff time. I'm about to turn up. And, yeah. And you know, so we say this about playoff part, this playoff that. Like no, this is playoff squeak. Like he he turned it up. It was like this is a playoff game against this level of competition. I gotta be this level of player, and no one on squad one matched his level of play. Like I, I don't think I don't think they it didn't kick in for squad to for squad one to fourth quarter. Like dang, this dude went to level ten, and you know we kind of still playing on, on level six right now. Well, <laughs> actually, you know what? No, I I disagree with that. I think Jalen did. Jalen picked it up. Yeah, Jalen. Okay. Jalen picked it up because Jalen actually got them back in the game. Yeah. He had some timely threes. Got he was attacking downhill. He got them back in the game. Otherwise, they would have got beat by forty. Yeah, yeah. So he was the only one though. He was the only one that came along for the ride. Yeah, I, I think 
they were surprised. You know how like not just put it in like, but you could be in a fight sometimes mm-hmm. with a guy that you feel like you're better than. But every once in a while, that guy could throw a haymaker sometimes. And he could hit you in the mouth, and you <laughs> and you, your mouth is bleeding. You're like, oh, hold on, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> and I think it's kind of what happened. They got hit in the mouth and, and, and bled, and it took them a while to recuperate from the punch. Mm-hmm. Now, but once they recuperated, they came storming back. But like I said, it, it took them a while to adjust to the initial blow. And like I said, most of it came from Squeak. Man, he was amazing. Yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to Squeak. Now, um, let's move on to our next game. We had the Bullets uh, versus Boo Gang. Bullets were able to get the win, seventy seven seventy two, in a nip and tuck game as well. Um, playoff basketball, baby. Playoff basketball. The Bullets jumped on them in, uh, early in the first half. Game got kind of close, and I think Boo Gang took the lead late yeah. in the fourth quarter. Uh, but I saw Johnny. Timely made some timely buckets at the end. Larry made some clutch, clutch, clutch free throws uh, to seal the deal. Um, and ultimately, the Bullets were able to get the win. I want to give a shout-out to Sweat, though, because Sweat came here on the podcast. And, you know, he didn't say any, he didn't give anybody any bulletin board material. But uh, he said something that was funny. He did say, uh, you know, bad publicity isn't... What what did he, what did he say? He said bad publicity isn't good. What did he say? I forgot what he said. He said uh, no publicity is bad publicity. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, no publicity is bad publicity. I, was, I thought that was funny. That was interesting. Um, that's true though. I mean, guys have been the bullets. Teams have had the bullets name in their mouth for whatever reason, and the bullets are now. They have now found the way back to the finals. Um, and they haven't been in the finals since we opened. Man. Yeah, it's like the first season. Yeah. First season back in 2018. Yeah, the very first one yeah. against uh, Alliance. Alliance, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's been a while. And I don't think Larry was on that team. Larry was on that team. He was actually on Alliance. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Very true. Now, um, what were your takeaways from this game? I mean, I, I thought ISO Johnny, I thought he, he made some huge buckets uh, to, to keep them uh, in the game. I also saw some very questionable calls. Mm-hmm. Some very, very questionable calls. There were two calls in particular. The two calls that got challenged uh, were upheld. I disagree on both of them. Well, no, no, I disagree. I disagree on one of them. I agree with the second one. Now, the call they call backcourt uh, against Larry, I was the one that provided the, the video, and Larry clearly had the ball knocked out of his hand, and he did not touch the ball until it had already hit the ground past uh, backcourt, and they called backcourt. One thing we have to remember, uh, so I've been players as well as anybody watching, mm-hmm. with these challenges, the referee has to make a decision. And when he makes the decision, it has to be, it can't be inconclusive. It has to be yeah. without a shadow of a doubt yeah. that that's what happened. So when you look, when he looks at the replay, and if there's any level of doubt, even if it's a tenth of a doubt, mm-hmm. you know, he can't overturn the call. Yeah. So it has to be without. Without a shadow of doubt, without any question that that happened, whatever the um, challenge may have been about. So a lot of times, yeah, it was close, and it may look like, yeah, it probably did lean towards this way. But like I said, if he, he doesn't have, if it's without a shadow of doubt that it did happen that way, then he cannot overturn the call. So yeah. um, I agree. It was, it, was some, it was a close call that 
could have went either way. The one, the the one that Hunt said, yeah, was he and one. I clearly, I like, I paused it. Like, I paused it, and uh, Monday's hand was not up. I mean, Monday's hand, uh, was it, up. it was up, and the ball was still down here. He wasn't going in the shooting motion. Shooting motion. So I'm like, I'm like, bro, I just showed you. And he was still trying to argue with me. I'm like, no, I, you, you see it. You see your hand is down here. The rule is you must, your, the ball must be going up. Your arms must be going up in the shooting motion for it to be continuation. If it's not, it doesn't matter if you picked up your dribble and you didn't dribble again. It's not and one. Which gets to my point of what was the difference in the game, I believe. The difference in the game was the team that was more composed mm-hmm. was the team that won. And I think the bullets that they've been in these games before mm-hmm. uh, and been on the winning side and losing side of them, I think they were way more composed in this situation, which is why they won the game. Because we kind of forget to, with 90 seconds to go, boot game was up for Yeah. So, even in that, so let's go back to that situation. Now they're down two. Like we say, Hunt gets fouled and he thinks it's an and one. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you don't get the call. You can't go to the free throw line pissed off because you didn't get the call. Yeah, you got to calm down. You got to calm down and just shoot your free throws and tie the game up. Miss both of them. But, yeah, you, you, you're you so worried about the call. And not to mention, Hunt hasn't been historically a great free throw shooter anyway. Terrible. You know? Been terrible for uh, You know, he's always been between that 55 to 65 range. So, uh, with that being said, you have to kind of. 65, yeah. Yeah. You you have to be able to calm yourself in that moment, make both free throws, tie the game up, and then play for the overtime or play for the win. You don't do that, and then you get the lane violation right after that. Off of, at the end of the day, it was a lane violation. And you pissed off at that now. And then you, you end up getting Now, he didn't get the tech, but Trey gets the tech now. You know what I'm saying? So you, you get the tech, they make the free throw, and they get the ball. So you just put yourself in this. You go from possibly being able to win the game to – not having a shot because you're losing your composure instead of just mm. letting it play out. Because at the end of the day, regardless of what happened, you don't get the call that you want, you're still going to the free throw line, you make both free throws, it doesn't matter. Regardless, you miss both free throws, they get the rebound, you just get a stop or foul, and now, but you, you foul them, they make their free throw, and they get the ball, you put yourself in a situation where you can't win now. Mm. You know, and I, and I think... Them losing that ball. Because, look, people shot free throws terrible all season. Yeah, I don't even want to look at the numbers. Yeah, the see, this free throws for everybody. Boot Gang knows. They lost the game. They lost the game to squad one because they couldn't make a free throw down the stretch. Um, so. <laughs> I'm going to just read off a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> 68, 31, 59, 0, I don't know if he took any. Yep, he took some. 0, 59, 20, 25, 86. That was me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Again, free throws have been terrible this season. I don't know what's in the air or whatever. Because free throws have been terrible this season. So you just play the percentages there. You down two. You miss both free throws. I understand you're mad. But you're down two. You play percentage. You play defense right there. You foul. Put them at the free throw line. I play the percentage. I think they probably would have missed one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, but again, you foul, you 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 don't get the call, you get a tech, you put them at the free throw line, now you put them up three, and you have to foul now, you're basically putting yourself, not giving yourself a chance to win. Mm. And that that's, they just, 
They just lost their composure at a bad time. They ain't kind of been losing their composure. Anyway, you you saw they were the guys that were kind of barking at each other and barking at the referees more so than the Bullets were. And again, it might be experience because the Bullets have the experience of being in these games uh, together. It's one thing being in these games, but being in these games together is important. Mm-hmm. And I think they saw this as, especially considering what happened to them in the semifinals last season, I, I think they didn't want to blow this opportunity again. And they kept their composure and, and, it, and it worked out for them. Yep, good for them. All right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our player of the week, and it goes to none other than Squeak Cardell Johnson. Of course, um, of course, he would get it again uh, after that performance. Uh, twenty nine, eight points, uh, twelve of thirteen from the field. Yeah. Made his free throws, made both his threes. Uh, he was lights out. So, um, I'm, I'm, I think, he, I think Squeak is becoming a fan favorite, uh, especially when he's on the ballot. Uh, but. I think anyone could have won this uh, this yeah. past one because there were so many good candidates. There were some guys I could have put on that I didn't put on. Yeah. Um, Randy had 13 and 22. Um, didn't get a whole lot of votes. I don't think a whole lot of people voted this time, honestly. But um, then you have uh, who else? Uh, Sweat. Sweat yeah. missed one shot. Yeah. Had 20, 10, and 5. Yeah. And then you have uh, then Johnny, 26, 8, and 6. Uh, shot well from the field, hit hit his threes. I mean, and he hit a, and he hit some big shots down big the shots stretch. Down the stretch yeah. You know, you could have you could have given it to either one of these uh, these four guys were deserving. But a uh, shout out to Squeak uh, for taking home uh, his second player of the week. Yeah, playoff piece. I mean, like I want I want to give uh, uh, actual. Sh- well, well, let me get to Squeak first. Look, Squeak kind of pulled a rap or something, right? He kind of just coasted through the season. And then all of a sudden the playoffs came in and he just turned up. Big shot Bob. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it just turned it up a notch that, that we wasn't sure that he still had in him. And uh, he gave a lot of credit to uh, Tedrick or whatever, saying, yeah, man, y'all got me in shape this week, blah, 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 blah. Nah, that's in squeak, though. Yeah, I'll say. That's just, just in this dude, man. And how good is he that he can just turn it on like that, though? It's crazy. That That's that's nuts. You know, that's why I said there's levels to this. It, there's levels to this thing, man. So uh, shout out to Squeak for being able to turn it up a whole nother notch. But shout out to all the candidates, and I want to give a special shout out to uh, to Sweat too. Sweat's got a hard time in the past for not performing at a high level all the time in the playoffs. Um, guys have said things about him uh, not performing at a high level in the playoffs sometimes, and he showed up. He big, was huge, big in this game. Um, he was playing like a man out there. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, all of him. Uh, Reed and Johnny like, yeah. had a huge games for the Bullets. Um, so, uh, just, just but uh, both teams have come fan favorites for me, just personal favorites for me, just because of I've seen both teams kind of go through some stuff here. Uh, but again, play of the week, squeak, shout out, you're the man. All right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our predictions. We got one game. We got Team Chosen versus the Bullets in the championship matchup. Both teams six and four. Both teams had up and down seasons, finishing uh, peaking in the playoffs. Yeah. Peaking in the playoffs. Uh, actually, I would say Team Chosen peaked late in the regular season. They peaked late, in and the and it's continuing. It's going right. on into the playoffs. Um, this is hard, Sean. These are two likable teams. We, I've been fans of both these franchises for uh, the Bullets for a while. Um, the team chosen that they've grown on me since they've been here. I really like this team. Um, I'm gonna let you go first. 
<laughs> who you who you got in this game? Uh man, like you said, two personal favorites of mine. Uh I've grown to like these both teams a lot um over time. Mine and hard again, right? I did yeah. this last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did this with uh my mind says that Team Chosen will come in here with a great game plan on how to stop Johnny, slow down Reed, um, and it's going to make it very difficult for the Bullets to score, and they're the better defensive team of the two teams. Mm-hmm. And they've been playing overall. The Bullets kind of, you know, straddle the fence. Kind of didn't play their best going down the stretch, and Team Toad just been picking it up. Even though the Bulls had a big win this past week in the playoffs, mm-hmm. so I'm saying all that to say, I should pick Team Chosen. I should pick Team Chosen. Mm-hmm. And the more and more I'm sitting here thinking about it, it's making me want to pick Team Chosen. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Reed's gonna have to play big against. Randy. Mm-hmm. And when they start sitting in double and triple teams at Johnny, can the Bullets make enough shots? Can Shane make enough shots? Can, well, and you know, look, um, Shannon is a good chance Shannon will be back from the handy. Mm-hmm. So that's another guy that they're going to need in case, like I said, double team coming in Johnny. So, but again, team chosen. I'm going to roll my heart, though, again. And I'm go the Bullets. Just because for their perseverance. Considering all they've gone through for the last couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Being able to fight through adversity. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Bullets in a close one. 72 to 70. Okay. I'm... I don't want to jinx the bullets. I feel like if I pick them, it's gonna it's gonna be a jinx. But then again, I don't want to pick Team Chosen just because I don't want to jinx the bullets. <laughs> so I'm not gonna put a pick this week. Mm. I'm gonna stay out of this. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a compelling argument for both teams. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. So uh, I believe the bullets should win because of this reason. You got a guy like Reed, excellent basketball player. Hasn't won a championship in this, in this league. I saw Johnny, same thing. I don't think Johnny's ever been to a final. It's first one. Um, you got a guy like Sweat and Larry who have been told that they can only win when they play with a certain team. Right, right. They have never, they, when they try to do it on their own, they can't do it. Right. You have that working against you. Shannon. Never won. You got a lot of guys that are hungry that have not won. And for that reason, I think they want it just a little bit more. I'm not saying Team Chosen doesn't want it because, you know, they're seizing the moment right now. But Team Chosen, if they bring that team back, I can see them going back to the final again. Yeah. But the Bullets, with the sense of urgency of this franchise, I believe that it's greater on their side. And I think they should win this game. Now, that being said... 
my argument for Team Chosen, you got the X Factor and Squeak. What kind of game is he going to come out and right. play? Is he going to come out and be Squeak that played in the NBA? Right. Is he going to be that guy? Is he going to be back like he's in you know Division One playing college at uh at was it UAB UAB? Yeah. Is he going to be that guy? Are the guys on Team Chosen going to have that same? Energy. Are they going to get off to a good start like they did against Squad 1? Because when you look at Squad 1 and you look at the Bullets, Squad 1 is more intimidating. So for Team Chosen to jump all over them the way they did, when you look at the Bullets, are you looking at them like a Team Chosen? I mean, as like a like a Squad 1, are you looking at them like, man, this team, man, we can't play no games with them. We got to get all over them. You know, I don't think they look at them like that. I think they look at this team as if, hey, we already beat these guys. You know what I mean? But that's also working on their side. They beat them. They know how to beat them. So it could go either way. It can go either way. But I'm going to say it's going to be a close game. I don't know who's going to win, but whoever wins is going to win by three points. I'm going to say final score, 84-81. It's either going to be a game-winning three from Tedrick on Team Chosen. Or it's going to be a game-winning three by, I'm going to say Larry. Larry, yeah, he's the one. He's made a couple big ones. I'm going to say Larry. It's either going to be one of those two guys. That's my prediction. That's why I'm sticking to it. They're on a double team, Johnny. So it'll probably be, he'll have to get off the ball. Yeah. I think the ball's going to be swung around. It's going to be hit by Larry or Tedrick, one of the two. But I got 84-81. All right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our next segment. We have we're gonna review the awards and the All Cypress teams. Yeah. Um, didn't get a whole lot of pushback from these. Um, yeah. Of course, there's always gonna be somebody that has something to say. You know, blah 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 blah. All right. uh, let's start with the awards first. So uh, the MVP uh, for the season was uh, Danny Hatch. He absolutely well deserved. deserved it. Uh, finished the season averaging the regular season averaging twenty one and fifteen. Uh, PPR 32, um, fantastic season. That's his first one. Uh, I know his teammates are really happy for him. I know it was bittersweet since yeah. squad one did go down. But uh, shout out to Danny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, does anything I need to say more? I mean, he's the MVP, so I probably should have gone this long soliloquy about how awesome he is. But, I mean, Danny's been putting in work for a long time. I think he's coming second twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just been putting in that work, man. Uh Lunch pill type of guy. That's the thing about he's kind of like Jokic, kind of in a way. Like you know, yeah. he, he's a guy that like just puts in a lot of work. It's not necessarily flashy what he does, but uh, he does it. And That's he's good consistent uh, with what he does. So um, well deserved, man. Especially for a hardworking guy. Like I say, he's not gonna look as good as Johnny. He's not gonna look as good as Marcus Hall doing what he does. He's not gonna look as good as Jalen, but he is gonna be as consistent, if not more. So shout out to Danny. Well deserved. Okay, and uh, for the Newcomer Award, uh, Darius Green takes that one. So, for those that don't know, the Newcomer Award is equivalent to the Rookie of the Year. Right, right. Uh, and Darius took it. He, Darius was actually on the ballot for MVP, too. He got, he got some votes. So, that didn't surprise me, him winning that. Uh, he won it. I don't even think it was really close. I think it was like 18, 11 to 6 or something like that. But uh, he took that award. Well deserved. And then Randy King took home the defensive MVP. 
And remember, Sean, we didn't know who to put on the ballot at first. We put his name on there. Ever since we put his name on there, he's been a monster. Been showing out. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I mean, well I, deserved I, for that. I mean, we talked about him. In the, we talked to both of them in the interview. So mm-hmm. I mean, everything that was said. And shout out to Rain because he's a real humble guy. Yes. Um, uh, and he, he, the way he plays, you would think he's playing angry. But no, he's actually really nice and gentle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just strong, man. Yeah, he just, but you would think that guy goes out there and gets 22 rebounds and throws his weight around like that, that he just, he's not, I don't even think he's trying to be physically and aggressive. He's just in the right position yeah, every he's time. Just, he's just that guy. So shout out to him. And Darius, is, like, Darius has come on so strong the last four or five weeks, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had an amazing four or five weeks down where he's just played at a really high elite level. Um, so. Shout out to him uh, as our newcomer, too. Yeah. Now, um, and our final award was uh, most improved. Uh, me, Anthony, and Hansir were on the uh, ballot for that one, and Hansir took it in a very, very close, yeah. close race. Uh, 13 to 12 to 12, and Hansir took that. Uh, so shout out to him um, winning that award. And, you know, we can um, – I, mean, I guess I can acknowledge him on there. I could just put a picture of him on there because I didn't. Uh, I didn't do that yet because oh, yeah. we didn't. We didn't get to do the interview with him because yeah. I did an interview with everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I'll just. I'll just post it on yeah, there. Yeah, you can post it on there. But yeah, uh, shout out to Hunter. Like again, he was a guy to average five or six, and then he came in this season. Eighteen, six and six. Yeah. So you can't. You know, his numbers were pretty good, even though it didn't lead to a lot of winning for his team. I mean, you can't deny that the guy had a pretty decent season. Yeah. Now, um, the All Cypress teams. So, we're going to start with uh, first – no, let's not do first team. Let's start with second team on defense. That one uh, featured – we had Iso Johnny. We had Jalen Batie, uh, Tedrick uh, – oh, here it is uh, – Mudge and DeVere. Um, the second team? That's second team on defense. I think everybody agreed with that. I think Jalen uh, probably would have had – Better. He probably would have been on first team uh, had he not had a, a more of a six man role this, yeah. this season. He came off the bench, um, still finished the season averaging twelve four and four. Uh, so his defense wasn't you know high volume steals and rebounds like he normally does. So, um, but still shout out to him. He was still an outstanding de- on ball defender. Oh, yeah. uh, Tedrick also great on ball defender, yeah. very strong. He very sturdy. He keeps you where he wants you to be. I think Iso Johnny was deserving uh, for being on this team because. I thought he really stepped it up on the defensive end. You know, he's known as a score, flashy guy, but uh, his defense really, really, really improved, and his rebounding uh, definitely improved this season. Mudge uh, did a much better job um, uh, with his on-ball defense. I thought he made it tough on, on a lot of guys in Devere. Probably the most underrated shot blocker in the league. Yeah. Devere got some, he got some long arms and big hands. Big hands yeah. So it's easy for him to block shots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He got, which also leads to him getting a uh, – a nice number of rebounds too. Mm-hmm. I mean, well deserved. Uh, but you're not gonna get too many better on ball defenders than uh, Jalen Batie and, and, and Teddy Stevens. So yep. that that's really big. And like I said, Johnny really kind of stuck his foot in the ground with the defense this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so really good second team. Okay, first team we got Randy, uh, Shannon, Jeff, Jalen, and myself. I thought uh, I thought Randy. I mean, obviously he's gonna be a first team. He was defensive MVP. I mean, he has to be. Uh, Shannon, of course. When he came in, when he did show up, uh, he was an amazing shot blocker, great rebounder. He alters shots. If he's not blocking the shot, he's awesome in your shot. He's changing it. Jeff, uh, solid on-ball defender. I know Jeff had a couple tough games, uh, but uh, overall I thought his defense was good enough for first team. Jalen, 
the best shot blocking guard this league has ever seen. <laughs> don't try to come in there. Just don't do it. I'm telling you, don't do it. Um, and and Jalen, first team all defense, of course. Yeah. Uh, Jalen was on both first teams. Yeah, he, oh. he was actually pretty upset with you for not him not being in the defense player of the year. Uh, List. He ain't playing of, enough games. Of candidates. So <laughs> he kind of felt some type of way about that. I remember mean, being telling you for a while now. But oh, my gosh. We know the, the young goat would be okay, though. Okay. He made both first teams, Jalen. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway. And then uh, I did myself. I thought um, this was my, uh, only my third uh, first team, all-defensive team uh, that I made since I've been in Ultimate Hoops. Um, I always, I'm always in the top three in steals. Uh, but I, I thought since my my number of steals uh, increased, that was like a, I think it was my second highest season average for steals at 3.9. And then rebounding was up high. I thought, you know, I took a lot, there was a lot of games where I took on a challenge. And uh, maybe not for the long stretches of the game, but for the majority of the game. I mean, for enough parts of the game, I would take on the best player or best guard that they had. Uh, so all third team for Cyprus, uh, we got Randy, Miles, Jeff, Hansir, and Jaywalk. Um, we already talked about Randy. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing, amazing guy. His overall game was good enough, even though he's not a you know a volume scorer or anything like that. Yeah. I thought uh, just overall game would be good enough to put him uh, on an all team, uh, all Cypress team. Miles, he's, he had a solid season. It wasn't his best. I mean, he still averaged uh, what eighteen and eight. Uh, so it was solid. I didn't think there was anybody that I could put in front of him, right. not, for, not for third team. Uh, Jeff, I thought, was the best player on our team this season. So I put him uh, for third team. Hansier, most improved player, of course. Uh, he's going to be on the third team. And then Jaywalk, uh, after Jaywalk, you know, uh, after his last season, I thought he's definitely, definitely picked it up. He's getting better and better. So uh, he's he's finding his way back into shape. So I thought he was uh, well-deserving of that third team. Um. Second team, Sweat, Deshaun, Devere, Darius, and Squeak. What do you think about that one? Uh, very good because, you know, some of these guys, uh, you could uh, say they're first-team snubs, mm-hmm. um, like with Darius uh, and possibly Deshaun. Uh, even outside chance, Squeak, too. Like, you know, they you can definitely – all could make an argument that they could be on the first team. Well, these are you know this is based on the regular season. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Just, yeah, just, now if we throw in postseason, yeah. there, it's gonna change a few <laughs> things. But yeah, definitely these guys definitely could have all been you know deserving of some first team uh, votes. And so I, I imagine I'll get a little slander for uh, for those snubs. But I mean, all of them had amazing seasons though. So just being recognized in general is, is huge. Um, but I, I I like the second team. I think this second team, if you put this second team against another league's first team, I think this second team will smash them. Oh yeah. You know, so. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, and awesome. I don't even talk about our first team. First yeah. team that's, that's a white <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so first team we got Reed, Danny, Jalen, Marcus, and Iso Johnny. Woo. Yeah. Tough. That's a squad right there. Tough. Tough. Uh. A lot of scoring, a lot of defense, a lot of rebounding. Mm. Uh, inside, outside, however you want it. Look at the rebounding, though. Yeah, I mean, just. <laughs> you got a guy, Reed, who averaged a double double. Yeah. Danny was a rebound champ. Jalen's the best rebounding guard yeah. in the league. Yeah. Johnny had an amazing rebounding season. And then Marcus Hall had a, season, a game where he had, what, 15 rebounds? 15 rebounds, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. So, yeah, it, 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 that's tough. Uh, but I got to ask you this. In your mind, are there any snubs 
from uh, that could have possibly been on. If not first team, third team. For first team, no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think anybody I put on second team should have been All on right. first team. All right. No. I agree for the most part on that, too. My third is there anybody who got snowed? Anybody had a good season, but missed out? For third team? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, yeah. Let me give a couple people some love here. I, I, oh, am I missing somebody? I, 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 <laughs> I, I appreciate what Angelo did this season on, um, <laughs> on uh, uh, the Agents. He had a pretty good season. Third team worthy, I think, uh, because of the L's they took, you know, it made it very difficult for him. But a couple of his teammates made it. But, again, Angelo maybe has some. He can possibly make a rebuttal. But I would say I would take anybody off and put him on. But he could possibly make a nice little argument. Um, uh, Randy might say that he could have been more than a third team guy. Um I don't know who I can take off for Randy, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, that's the thing about Because of the scoring, he wasn't. He, I think he averaged like mm. maybe like 11 points a game. Mudge might could have made a nice little argument to maybe be on third team. Um, who am I taking off for Mudge? I, I just said you argument. You want me to switch to Devere? I just said argument. I don't think Devere will agree with that. I just said argument. <laughs> I just said that you should. I just said he can make an argument. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Um... Even Jalen Bettine is a six-man role. I mean, he, he could – I'm not saying I would take anybody off, but, you know, even in his six-man role, I could see him making a nice little argument. Uh, you said who? Jalen? Uh, Jalen Bettine. Yeah. yeah I, he could make a nice little argument. Um, I wanted to put Jalen on there, but I was just like, man. I mean, it's hard. Because, it's honestly, Jalen probably had a better season than Hans here, but a lot of times Jalen was showing up late. Yeah, you know his numbers didn't look that look, numbers didn't look that I'll good. Say average eighteen six and six. Yeah, it's not me. Look, Jalen averages twelve. Yeah, I'll four say four. Has, I say deserve to be on there. So yeah. I, I uh, anybody else? who else could made a nice argument? Um, anybody from the Bullets? That was didn't make it. No, no. Shannon missed too many games. Yeah. Uh, anybody from your squad? No, definitely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think unless you want to throw me on there. Uh, <laughs> who, who else? Yeah, so the, yeah, those guys I brought up, I think they can all make it. You know what? Yeah, why did they make the third team? Now that I think about it, why did they make the third team? You go ahead and take that over. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, all good. Um, okay, uh, let's move on to our final topic of the night. All right, time for our favorite topic in the news. Um, so we got just a couple topics. Um, we got no TV uh, movies, we got music, and we got sports. Obviously, in sports, we're going to start with the NBA. There's a new champion crown, the Golden State Warriors, for the fourth championship in eight, eight years. Yeah. Fourth championship in eight years, six finals appearances mm-hmm. in eight years. Uh, Steph Curry got his first uh, finals MVP, so congratulations to him. Um that game was insane because the start that Boston had, Boston was up what sixteen to two, and then all of a sudden the Warriors well, are twenty-one to zero run, and they were smashing them. They were up fifteen. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Um, that was that was crazy to me uh, to, to see that, and like one, I, you could see the sense of urgency for the from the Warriors when they started jumping all over them. Draymond rebounding and get starting a fast break. Only thing that that kills me about Draymond is when he gets the rebound, he starts a fast break. He picks up his dribble too much. 
I'm like, bro, you're in the NBA, dog. Stop picking up your dribble like you're scared, like somebody's going to take it from you. That just, that just drives me crazy about him. But um, the urgency was there. And I think Boston just could never recover uh, from that onslaught that they put on. Down 15 at halftime. I know the third quarter, they kind of made a little run, made it a little interesting. Fourth quarter, I think they cut it to, was it four? Mm-hmm. Or was that the third quarter? That might have been the third quarter. Yeah, the third quarter. Third quarter, because the fourth quarter, I think the close they got was eight. Yeah. yeah and then it. Wiggins hit that three. Um, but, yeah, it, it got really, really dicey. But uh, but the Warriors, you know, they withstood everything. And uh, and Steph Steph had a good game. I'm not going to say he had a great game. He had a good game. Uh, I saw a lot of hot dogging out there. Again, yeah. uh, when they was up big, he, he started launching threes and doing all that front running. All that stuff. I'm like, yeah, but when the game was close, I didn't see him go get the ball as much. I just, just something I noticed about him. I'm just saying. I mean, come on, man. Um, but shout out to him. You saw the emotions pour out uh, once he the realization set in that he was going to win his fourth championship. But you know, like it was undeniable that he was going to win Finals MVP. So that that I think that moment meant the world to him. Yeah. And I, I was really, you know, I had a, a moment of humility for him right there. And I was like, you know what? I give Steph a hard time, but I'm actually happy that he won Finals MVP. Um, you can tell that it meant something to him. Oh yeah, that's why I think he was crying. And all oh yeah, oh yeah. All those other championships was cool, but that first one would have meant more had he won Finals MVP. But when he didn't win, yeah. it was like, okay, you know, it was kind of like a like an awkward moment for him. And then the second one and third one, he knew he wasn't winning Finals MVP. So that one really, really, uh, you know, that was the cherry on top for him. And I think uh, he has a shot at winning one more. I don't know if it's going to be next year. But I could see him winning one more. I just don't know when. I mean, he's 34, so yeah. it would have to be next it year. It needs to be next year. Yeah, because if, if he doesn't win next year, I don't think he's going to win one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that goes along with a lot of people, uh, including, uh, I think, bring the guy's name up, but LeBron and everybody else. Like he's LeBron, done. he's done, man. Unless they come with a super team, he's done. Because they still got Russ on the team. I mean, I think they're... Here's the, we've kind of been talking about this all day, just legacy-wise. Uh, I think LeBron definitely goes down as the best player of the generation. And probably most important player of the generation. But if Steph Curry gets a fifth title mm. to LeBron's four in, a genera- in this generation, mm. on LeBron's watch... Mm. That's going to be quite the interesting conversation to have at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, I don't think Steph Curry is top 10 all time, me personally. Uh, I'm with you on that. Because um, I'm looking at the 10, I'm like, who are we taking off? Yeah, you, like, it starts getting, it, it gets dicey. And then like a lot of times too, we don't do a very good job um, individually as, as people. We make these opinions. We don't give the guys before us enough credit for what they did. Uh, just forget about them. We just kind of forget about them. So that's why I always try to keep certain guys. Because, uh, you know, obviously you look at Steph Curry highlights now, and his highlights going to look better than a guy from the 1960s. It just is what it is. And that's a good thing because that means the game's evolved. Mm-hmm. If, the, if the players look the exact same as they did in the 60s, like that means the game ain't doing nothing. Like, yeah, you know, the reason why no basketball is as popular as it is. And it's the most second most popular sport in this country and probably in the world. Uh, it's because 
the games continue to evolve. The players are getting better. They're getting more athletic. The skills changing, all that. Uh, and the reason why baseball is kind of lagging behind everybody else is because there's not really that much of a difference from Mickey Mantle to Mike Trout. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Hitting 100 miles per hour fastball is the same as it was in 1955 as it is in 2020. Like, there hasn't been that much evolutionary change in baseball and boxing, which was another one of the most popular sports in those times, that – and that's why basketball, football has passed them up. Yeah. And so that against my original point, when putting Steph in the top ten, I'm not ready to put him in the top ten because I think he's in that middle ground with like the Dr. J's, Elgin Baylor's, guys who are probably somewhere in that fifteen to twenty five range. Mm-hmm. He's in that that range. We talked about Dr. J. Dr. Yeah. J was amazing. He was, he was amazing. But if you look at like his highlights, you'll be like, oh, he ain't better than Kevin Durant. Well, I mean, he, he's not supposed to look better than Kevin Durant when he played 45 years ago. Right. But, I mean, he was the smoothest cat on the basketball floor ever. On off the court, too. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> court in the winning time. Right. <laughs> and so, and, but again, you don't have Dr. J if you don't have Elgin Baylor. And then you don't have Michael Jordan if you don't have Dr. J. Yeah, and then you don't have LeBron, you don't have Michael Jordan right. or Kobe, like you know what I'm saying. So, and you don't have whoever's Zion or whoever's jumping over people now. Like, so you you just kind of gotta keep in mind those older guys before you just start putting like, oh yeah, Steph better him. Like, nah, like that guy meant more was more important to the league than Steph Curry is. Not many are more important than Steph Curry, but you know there are some guys out there that, that are. But I got him in that fifteen twenty five range. This fourth championship is important because he it, it adds to those accolades that he needs when you start comparing him to those other greats, though. Yeah. So that this this fourth one was important to that, and that Finals MVP was also important. Very it important. Was something that he was missing off those and and it's going to be an argument too because I think Kevin Durant's a better basketball player than Steph Curry, but will history say he's a better basketball player than Steph nope. Curry? No, and, there's no gonna be no metric that backs that up. And KD's missed a lot of games, man. Yeah, yeah. He's missed a lot of games. Like when we talked about how many points he has for his career. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you're not even nowhere close to the all time list. If, if if James Harden plays anywhere near his Rockets level, James Harden, he's gonna have better numbers than Kevin Durant. Than both of them. Yeah, than both of them actually. Yeah. You know, because uh, and a lot is because he's plays. He's plays. You know, uh, he's gonna end up having better numbers than both of them. But I don't know if James can ever get back to that level again. But He'll be thirty thousand points scorer though. He'll be close to if he if he could if he could be anything resemble anywhere between a twenty to twenty five point score, he'll be close to thirty thousand points probably. But yeah, like um, I don't know if Steph gets thirty thousand. Nah, he won't. I don't know if Durant does the he, pace he's he going because he keep on getting hurt. I mean, who has thirty thousand? Mike, Will, Carl Malone, yeah, LeBron and Kobe, Kobe, and Kareem. So it's six people for thirty thousand. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh, Dirk. No, I don't think they're got thirty. Yeah, you do. And hey, hey, Mark, Mark Cuban was about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does have thirty thousand. Yeah, so I mean, it's only a handful of people who have it. So yeah, that, that's not that's not um, something saying something that somebody doesn't have thirty thousand. But yeah, this was important for Steph because this does put him generationally. I I, I would have said Kevin Durant was the better player, but now. 20 years are going to pass from now, and people are going to look at the stats, and historically they're going to be like, nah, Steph Curry was the better player. So this is important for Steph, most definitely. Um, Yeah, and um, by the way, Boston, y'all look terrible. 
Well, look, uh, sometimes when people play bad in the finals, people forget like what they did to get there. I, I would say this. For them, they got as far as they, they got without a point guard. Shows how well coached they are and, and how good the players they have are. Uh, but all, obviously, all of them need to work on their game. Um, but Especially Tatum. <clears throat> um, but I would say that they they need a point guard. Like I mean, his struggles came because he's trying to create um, so much. And you just can't do that. And the play is hard. When, look, at the end of the day, a well-coached team knows all your plays, right? So that's why I like Kevin Durant struggled against Celtic because, like, they couldn't do anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? They, they had him scouted to a T. It's hard. That's why you need a point guard creating a setup for you. And putting Jason Tatum in space to try to get him to score on, over the top of people and they're sending two or three defenders at him, it's just not – he's not there yet. Mm. So, like – but if they had a, a guy who could set up – and I, I love Marcus Smart for what he does well, but he's not a point guard. He's not a real point guard. He's not. You know what I'm saying? But let's say if they just had even by somebody like – He thinks he is. He thinks he's a scoring point guard. Right, but you're not. <laughs> but what, what if to say they had like a – it don't have that great – let's say they had Ricky Rubio. Just a guy who can create and set up for people. I don't know about that one. Ricky Rubio is a terrible defender. But I mean, every team he's on, they suck. Well, but I'm just saying they just need a setup guy. A Mike Conley. Mike Conley would work. You know, somebody just somebody who Mike would Mike Conley be doing dumb stuff in the clutch though. Well, but again, you can take his hand ball to hand in the clutch though for one shot. But you just need somebody to help Tatum. Anybody Jaylen, better? Anybody's better than Marcus Smart. Tatum and Jalen Brown don't need to be handling the ball as much as they do. Yeah, Tatum, Tatum especially. I would actually trust Marcus Smart before I trust Tatum. Yeah, they they just they need to be set up sometimes. Somebody need to run him off a screen. And somebody it can hit him in the motion where he can catch and shoot or catch and take it downhill and get layup. But him trying to create for himself the whole that that just that's just not what he is right now. And real and it's just hard to score like that against good defensive teams. It just is what it is. Yeah, well, good defensive teams or Andrew Wiggins because it was just one guy locking him up. I mean, true, but that's why he needs to be set up. And Marcus Smart, I don't want to pile him. Yes, I do. Marcus Smart, stop trying to score. Like, you, oh, I got stuff on me, so I'm going to just back him down to score. No, bro, that did not work. You tried it like 50 times, and you missed every single time. Yeah. I think he might have made that shot, like, what, twice? He's, the whole finals? He's a really good role player. Allow him to be a role player. He was you know driving me crazy. He's just, it's just like, like Dennis Rodman. When you, Dennis Rodman's great because you let him do what he does. But when he, you try to get him to do something that he doesn't want to do or isn't capable of doing – then, yeah, he's going to struggle. Like, Marcus Smart needs to be on-ball defender. Uh, he needs to be played off the ball, knock down open shots. They never need to run plays where they post him on the block. They never do need to do It's a bad idea. But, again, they need to score in one way or the other, and they didn't have a, a true point guard out there. So, like, any guy, it, I say, they're good enough to where, I say, that's why I said Ricky Rubio, they don't need to have a great point guard. They just need a guy who's passed first, who's looking to get guys the ball. Ricky Rubio's a loser, Sean. <laughs> they don't need him. They don't need him. That's <laughs> just tough. But that's because he's always on a terrible team. But has he ever been on a good team? He's a loser. He's a, I think the best team he's ever been on was the Jazz. He's on the Jazz one year. And they were terrible. <laughs> it don't matter what team he's on. He's the problem. He's the problem. He's the you can't say you can't say he's always on bad teams. No, you're the guy that's making the team bad. You're the point guard. You know what I mean? So nah. He's always on bad team, but yeah. Okay. But, I mean, it, okay. Don't have to be any guy who's a pass first setup guy. That's what they need. We talked about it. it should have been Rondo. Yeah. Rondo should have came Rondo. back. 
That'd have been and great. Granted, he's old now, but it I mean, still would have worked. It probably been probably would've. you just need a pass first guy, like you know, just who's going to create and set up for those guys. Okay, let's move on. Uh, so Sue Bird is hanging it up after this season. This is year. Is this year nineteen? She came out two thousand two. Yeah, nineteen. Yeah, this is year nineteen. So this is her final season. Uh, in the WNBA, I think she's going to be done playing overseas as well. If you look at the mileage that she's put on her body, because yeah. she plays year round, she, she has played. played in five Olympics. She played in five Olympics. She has played basketball for the better part of what would we say twenty years. Professionally, professionally, twenty yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not even counting college and high school because yeah. she played four years at, at UConn, yeah. and then she then uh, then high school yeah. and middle school yeah. and YMCA. It's a lot if of they basketball. had it. Because she's 41. Yeah. Now, um, shout out to Sue Bird. She had a, an incredible career. Uh, yeah, her assist record is probably never going to be broken in the WNBA. Never. Um, she's average, actually averaging more than she does for her career this season. Uh, she's dialed it back down uh, with, with the scoring. She's played a total of 559 games. Um, she's averaging about 12 points for her career. True, true, pure, pure point guard. Just as pure as it gets. Uh, I've always been a fan of, uh, of Sue Bird. Um, Celtics could use them. That would have been nice. <laughs> they would, that would have been nice. Uh, she's probably going to get. A, she's probably going to finish the season with about seven thousand career points. Um, Twenty. I'd say about thirty, thirty-two hundred assists. She could probably get to seven fifty on the steals, uh, and about thirteen hundred rebounds for a career. Amazing, amazing basketball player. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't have much more to say. I mean, yeah. she still looks great. She yeah, still looks good. She, she looks good on and off the court. Um, she takes, she takes really good care of herself. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, she's sport, she uh, posed in Sports Illustrated actually. Yeah, and the, the body. Yeah, the body. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna expound on that, yeah. but I've seen it. Yeah. She looks good. Put it like that. She looks yeah. good. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, not amazing career. Uh, she actually was coming out of UConn when I was coming out of high school. Uh, yeah, O two. Yeah, O two. So I actually mm-hmm. remember her um, in that UConn team that went undefeated. Uh, that's another thing; just an amazing winner. Uh, yeah, my college. Yeah, that was, that was a squad back then. Yeah, because I think her and Tar- Taraz was like a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Um, her Swin Cash, that group. Then she comes to the WNBA, wins a WNBA championship within three years. Like she's just an ultimate winner. Five time gold medals. That that sort of record that may also may not be matched. Mm. Five Olympic gold medals in basketball. Uh, yeah, I don't think nobody's gonna do that. Cause what LeBron has two, the Melo has three. Mm. Could have four actually. Could have lost all four. Uh, yeah, that's just I don't see anybody doing that again on the basketball level. That's a lot of gold medals. That's playing a long time. Even though players do seem to play a little bit longer nowadays than they have in the past due to medicine, but still, playing at a high level where you're going to continue to be on the Olympic team, yeah, uh, five gold medals, I don't see that happening. Um, she's just great, great pro. Uh, actually, has a nice personality. I've seen her do some podcasts, different things. Like she's actually kind of funny. Yeah, she's on uh, All the Smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so she, she's just, no, just, just a classic, like her a lot. So, uh, shout out to her on her Pure World Tour. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, our final topic of the night, we're going to talk music. Um, so Drake dropped an album, Honestly Nevermind. Uh, I didn't know about it until this morning. I had no idea. Uh, so everybody was talking about it. Oh, by the way, Super Earth shooting 100% for the free throw line. 
Sorry, I hope I didn't jinx you. How hope, did he get shot? I don't know. Yeah. But hopefully I didn't jinx her. Let's see. Let me scroll down. She is 8 for 8. Oh, well, yeah. She'll miss one. 85% for a career. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so honestly, never mind. Uh, I have heard the first nine tracks. I got to be honest, Sean. I'm really not feeling this album. It's not your typical Drake album. I guess this is just something that he's just working on. I guess he's trying to appease a certain crowd. Uh, But I will say I do like... I like Sticky. And I like Massive. Those were the two that caught my eye uh, so far. I like the beats on those. Uh, And... Text go green is okay. But uh, I haven't heard the rest of it. So, I mean, I still got oh, I, I, 21 Savage on yeah, track 14. I'm, I'm definitely going to give that a listen. I need to listen to the last track because I heard that track's pretty good. Yeah, it's 21 Savage. Yeah. <laughs> 21 Savage and Drake, that's going to be gold every time. Yeah. Uh, he's been getting killed all day for this album. Like, he has. If you go look at any kind of reviews, or you go look at, at Black Twitter, or if you go look at uh, <laughs> Shade Room, anything like that, people been killing him all day for this album. But again, I think it's also him trying to shoot for a different demographic. I think he set a record, though, right? For the most streams in one day? I mean, I don't know. I That's don't because know. it's Drake. Yeah, it's cause more so because Drake and it's a, a surprise album. And they didn't know that, uh, you know, because again, Apple Music. They didn't tell us. They just, it was, you just woke up one morning, bam, it was there. It wasn't on the coming soon list. He literally went on his Instagram page at 8 p.m. last night and said, album coming out at midnight. <laughs> he was like, what? It <laughs> <laughs> did, yeah, at 12, 12.30. It was on there. It was like, oh, wow. And so I think I was still actually still, oh, I think I was in and out of sleep. I was kind of waking up, going to sleep. So yeah. I turned on, I got through like, maybe the second track. At that time, then this morning, I tried to work out too. It's not workout music, by any It's not. It's not. And I'm glad. I listened to it when I was at the store shopping. I was like, I'm glad I didn't try to work out to this. Yeah. I was going to be upset. Yeah. It actually might be good store shopping music. Yeah. Or, or uh, you know, you put a little incense in there. And yeah. <laughs> with your chest out. Vibes at home. Yeah. It might be one of those. But, yeah, man. It's, it's I, I, I would say that it's not a bad album. No. Nah. But if you had an expectation of Drake being on here rapping... And ripping it up, it, it ain't that. So, yeah. uh, but you said you listen to Kevin Gates. I did listen to some Kevin Gates, and it sounds like Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was I was thinking that, especially with a lot of those controversy and different things he's been doing the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. I thought the album might be a little different, but I mean, if you like Kevin Gates, you'll like this album. Okay. Um, I don't listen to Kevin Gates, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, but if you're not a Gates fan, it's gonna be your first time hearing him. It might be so so. It might not be a cup of tea. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. You, you might like a few, like kind of like you know, you like, might like a few tracks, like the ones that come on the radio and stuff. Mm. But then you know, you might be like, oh, okay, I don't know if I. Can Does he have it. some auto tune on here? Because he sometimes he be having auto tune on his songs. I didn't hear it as much. I didn't hear it during whole album, yet, but I didn't hear it as much. Okay. But yeah, it it it, it sounds like Kevin Gates though. So if you if you're a Gates fan, you'll probably be okay with the album. Yeah. Uh, if you're not, then you won't be missing that either. I heard he had some words for uh for Ruby Red or Ruby Rose. Yeah, you know he's um, had a few choice words for him. Um, his sexual intentions with with different women. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'll I'll let him have that. I'll definitely let him have that. Doesn't sound like anything I want to do with just any random. Oh, I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. But Kevin Gates is different. Yeah, he's a little different. He's a little different. All right. 
All right, uh, episode 165 of the books. We will be recapping the championship uh, on our next podcast. Can't wait. Uh, we're going to have a great, great final. I just know it's going to live up. I've been seeing around Oswald Hoops, these championship games have not been very close yeah. for whatever reason. I don't understand that, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Hopefully, well, I'm not going to say hopefully. I know that this one is going to be interesting. Yes. All right. Live from an undisclosed location, I'm Johnny Gill with Sean. We're out.